Shalom and grace be unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome to Midnight Cry. I am your host, Nicole Ward. Welcome, welcome, welcome um, to Wednesday, uh, Worship Wednesday. I am so honored and to be here tonight. I I am on fire, y'all. I just got off of a, a Zoom call, y'all, with my sisters. And when I tell you that the Holy Ghost moved in that call oh my god oh my god he did just that so i'm just grateful to be here tonight again worship wednesday worship wednesday welcome 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 tonight we're going to be in luke chapter 13 luke chapter 13 luke chapter 13 y'all i am ooh, ooh, full of the holy ghost i'm so grateful for him y'all like like never before i i wish i i wish you no know, everything has its time and season but if i could go back and just had humbled myself and obeyed and 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 been set free and been oh long before now y'all i wouldn't trade the Holy Ghost in for nothing in this world. I wouldn't trade my Lord and Savior in for nothing in this world today, y'all. Hey, I'm so grateful to God. Mm, 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 mm. Luke chapter 13, Luke chapter 13. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galatians who, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galatians were sinners above all the Galatians because they suffered such things? I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Or those eighteen upon whom the tower of Salaam fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Jesus, I love him. I love the way that he speaks. And I love the fact that he knew the heart and he knows the heart of all mankind. The people of Jerusalem, they were very arrogant. They were very pompous. They thought that they had it all together. They thought that everybody around them were, were sinners, and they were um, not. <laughs> and Jesus is clearly telling them right here, um, the Galatians, yeah, they sinners, and, and yeah, and, 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 and those, those, those men that the, that the Tower of Salaam fell on, yeah, they're sinners, but I'm telling you, you're a sinner too, and unless you repent, you're going to perish just like them. Yeah. So, 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 wh wh what are you talking about, Shania? What are you, what are you talking about? Well, how many of us, if we take a real good evaluation, I mean, a real good evaluation, can attest to ever being like those in Jerusalem that that thought that because they knew a little something, something about the word, or they they felt like they knew a little something, something about Jesus, that they were no longer sinners and they didn't need to repent. 
Yeah, no, we all need to repent. Every last one of us stands in need of repentance. I had posted on my social media page um a couple of days ago, and um I was talking about the generations. You know, we are so hard on each generation is so hard on the other generation. And I said, you know, even in the predicament that we find ourselves in, in the elder generations up over us, uh, we look at them and like, well, y'all don't have nothing to tell us. Y'all can't lead us nowhere. Y'all don't know what we what to do. Y'all don't know what to tell us. Y'all don't know what God is doing in the earth right now. I mean, what's going on? This is my generation talking now. And you know what God had to show me? He showed me this right here. He said, um, be appreciative of that generation that's before you because they're only, they're only doing what they have been taught to do. They're only doing what they have been taught to do. Look at your generation. You fighting through the sludge. Yes, yes, y'all fought y'all fighting through the sludge because y'all want to know the truth because it ain't been right. It ain't been right. It ain't been right. Yeah. But don't forget without them you wouldn't even have the foundation to stand on. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then to my generation, yeah, we fought through the sludge, but look at the generation up under us. They have rebelled so terribly that my generation and the generation up over us is looking at ourselves like we done tremendously failed them. We got to be in a better example of what it is to be children of God before them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 We have been hypocritical before them. And that's what the, that's what Jesus is telling those that are standing by that he's talking to, um, in Jerusalem, you are in need of repentance. You have been a hypocrite. You are hypocrites. You have been hypocrites. And I'm telling you, if you don't repent, then you're going to perish. He spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he answered and said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. What if God was looking at the churches today and saying, I've been waiting three years to, for, this, for these churches to bear some fruit named bearing none. Cut them down. And Jesus is standing up and he's interceding for on our behalf and saying, just give me one more year, Father. Just give me one more year to, to, duh, to uh to till the ground. Give me one more year to dig about it. Give me one more year, Father. And if it don't bear any fruit in a year, then you do whatever you want to do with it. Yeah, we stand in need of repentance. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed down and couldn't no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Church, woman, bride of Christ, thou art released from thou infirmity. Woman, church, thou art released from thou infirmity. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Look, he's making us straight. He's making us straight. He has his hand on us and he's making us straight. He has his hand on us and he's making us straight. 
So when we come back together, we can glorify God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the seventh day and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work in them. Therefore, come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Ah, uh, yeah. They was tripping with Jesus because he healed somebody on the Sabbath day. Yeah, we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people that say, you know, honor the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And we are supposed to. Yes, we are supposed to. Oh, absolutely, we are supposed to rest. But if we see somebody in need, are we supposed to just leave them in need because it's the Sabbath day? Hmm. Hmm. Let's see what Jesus has to say about that. The Lord then answered him and said, thou hypocrite. Doeth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound, lo, these 18 years be loose from the bond of the Sabbath day? Oh, how we care for animals more than we care for humans. Oh, how we care for animals more than we care for humans. Here it is, the church been infirmity in infirmity for 18 years, and now you got people saying is, is you can't heal them yet. You can't heal them. You can't heal them. You can't heal them on the Sabbath. You can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-mm. No, you can't do that. But you can heal my cat. You can pray for my dog. <laughs> We got to get it together. We got to get it together. Jesus said, she's the daughter of Abraham. But she don't deserve to be free. She don't deserve to be free. But you'll go loose your, 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 your ox and your ass. You'll go, loose, you'll go loose them on the Sabbath day. But a human being you care nothing about. Hmm. Oh, oh, I see why you don't care nothing about it. It's because the... The ox and the donkey is gonna bring you a prophet. In this, in this, in this, in this woman that's a daughter of Abraham, it's not gonna bring you a prophet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you've been looking at this woman for 18 years. You've been looking at this church for 18 years in infirmity. We've been looking at this church for 18 years in infirmity, but we don't want to see her free. Huh. Hmm. And when he when and when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. When I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but any real sinner that has experienced the true liberation of Jesus, of Jesus glorifies him, worships him, praises him, testifies about him, tells the world what Jesus has done for them. They are no longer ashamed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the hypocrites, but the hypocrites, those that, uh, those, those people in Jerusalem, those people of Jerusalem, yeah, they got it all together. They're, they're not infirm, you know? They don't want nobody else. They don't want nobody else set free. Mm-hmm. They don't want nobody else set free. Set free, being set free is only for the for the elite. 
Being set free is only for the religious. Being set free is only only for those that are uh, that look worthy. Mm. But but the church is was built on the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus so that those that are lost could come in and be saved. That those that are lost will be will return to the Father. Mm-mm. But religion won't have it that way. Be free, church. Be free. Mm-hmm. Then said he unto then said he, until what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. And he said, and he again said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the hoe was leavened. What is Jesus talking about? He's saying, I am that tree. And if you have faith in me as the as a grain of a mustard seed, seed, you'll lodge under my branches. Yeah, he's talking about the church now. He said, where unto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman, the church, took and hid in three measures of meal till the hoe was leavened. And he went through the cities and villages teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. He's on his way to be crucified. But on his way to be crucified, to lay down his life, he is blessing people on the way. He's healing people. He's setting people free. He's calling for repentance. Mm-hmm. Then said one unto him, Lord, are these few that be saved? Are there few that be saved? And he said unto them, strive to enter at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able when once the master of the house is risen up and has shut to the door and you begin to stand without and to knock at the door saying Lord Lord open unto us and he shall answer and say unto you I know you not which you are then you then shall ye begin to say we have eaten and drank in thy presence and thou hast and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not which you are. Depart from me, all you workers of lawlessness. He says, strive to enter in at the narrow gate. The narrow gate. The narrow gate. What have you ever been on a hiking adventure. Have you ever been in the mountains hiking? Have you? Have you ever been in the mountains hiking? There are cliffs in mountains and they're really, really tiny. They're really, really tiny cliffs in a mountain. 
and you you kind of got to maneuver your body to get through it. You got to maneuver your body to get through that straight way, mm -hmm. that straight gate, that straight gate, the straight one, the straight one, mm -hmm. that narrow gate that he's talking about. It is painful. It is, you have to have wisdom to get through that narrow crevice in the mountain. Because if you make a misstep, you're going to get stuck. But he's saying, that's the way I want you to go. Because I need to lead you. I need to be your wisdom. I need to be your instructor. I need to be the one who shows you how to get through that gate. He says, it's going to be people that come to him knocking on the door saying, Lord, Lord, open up to me. He said, I'm going to answer my own, even know you. And then they're going to reply to him, but we ate with you. We drank with you. You taught us in our streets. And he's going to say, I don't know you because you are lawless. You don't, you don't, you didn't want to do it my way. You didn't want to do it the narrow way. You didn't want to deny yourself and pick up your cross and follow me daily. You didn't want to surrender yourself. You didn't want to be a living sacrifice. You didn't want to follow in my footsteps. You didn't want to, to share me with the people. You wanted to consume me all to yourself. Mm. Lawlessness. He said, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrust out, thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last which shall be first and there are first which shall be last. He said, unless you do things my way, church, unless we do things his way, he's interceding for us. He has his hand on us. He has set us free. He's interceding for us. He's saying, now, get on the straight way. Enter in. He's saying strive to enter in at the straight gate. He said for many will seek to enter in and shall not be able. Flee religion. Flee religion and its antics. I have a way that I have laid out for you in my word. And that is the straight gate. Because if you do it any other way, it's lawlessness and you will not enter into my kingdom lawlessly. The, the same day there came certain of the Pharisees saying unto him, get thee out and depart hence, for Herod will kill thee. And he said unto them, go ye and tell that fox. Behold, I cast out devils and I do cures today and tomorrow. And the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must walk today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. Now check this out. Listen what he says. 
Oh, Jerusalem, O church. Oh, Jerusalem, O church, which killeth the prophets and stoneth them that are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doeth her broad under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. And verily I say unto you, you shall not see me until the time come when you shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. How long, church, will we kill God's prophets. How long will we stone them? All God is wanting to do is for his church to gather his children together as a hen gathers her bride under her wings. Will we have it so? Or will we be like Jerusalem? Will we continue to behave like Jerusalem? Will we continue to commit adultery against our husband man? Will we continue to commit idolatry against our husband man? Will we continue to rebel against our husband man? He has paid the bounty for his bride. He has paid the bounty for his bride and he's coming back to retrieve her. He's coming back to retrieve her without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Hmm. Take this time. Take this time. Take this precious time and repent. Take this precious time and be dug out so we can bear some fruit. Take this time and stand on the word, church, that woman thou art loosed from thine infirmities. Take this time and denounce hypocrisy. Take this time and denounce elitism. Take this time and build on your most holy faith. Take this time to learn what it takes to enter in at the straight gate so we don't be standing outside the door knocking. Take this time to stop killing and stoning the prophets of God. Take this time to profess, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed is he that cometh. In the name of the Lord. Let's be made whole. Let's be made whole. Let's be made whole today. 
church. Let's be made whole today, church. Jesus has paid the bounty for his bride. He's coming back. He's coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Hey, I love y'all. Welcome. Welcome to the new day. Welcome to the new life. Welcome to the kingdom. I love y'all. Thank you for joining Worship Wednesday here at Midnight Cry. I am your host, Nico Ward. I look forward to fellowshipping with you guys again tomorrow. I love y'all. God loves y'all more. Remain blessed.